Welcome to Soaring the Sky Glider Pilots Podcast. Hello, my name is Chuck and I will be your host coming to you from the Mid-Atlantic region here in the United States and flying with the Cumberland Soaring Group. This is episode 47. This episode is brought to you by Arizona Soaring Incorporated, the nation's largest provider of professional glider training. Since 1969, they provided training from initial private through CFI Glider and entry-level through advanced aerobatics. Open year-round, seven days a week. More information is available at azsoaring.com. Today we join Chris Wedgwood from the Condor Soaring Team in France as he takes us behind the scenes of the Soaring Simulator. Chris shares with us his soaring journey as well as the journey of Condor and how it got its wings and is being used all over the world to help teach people how to fly and current pilots to keep their skills up while grounded. All this and more as we jump in the virtual cockpit and soar with Condor. Chris Wedgwood, welcome to Soaring the Sky. Great to have you today. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. I appreciate you taking the time to do this. So, you know, I've flown Condor quite a bit in my home, but I'm really curious about how everything got started and how you got involved in Condor and what was your role. Condor currently is myself and Urosh Bergant. Urosh first had the idea for uh, making this simulator back in 2000, and he started um, writing the software then. And he continued for a couple of years, um, to, well, obviously 2002, and at that point he realized he needed someone to actually make the models of planes and other objects for Condor. And so he teamed up with a guy called Gregor Rojman. They're both from Slovenia, which is in Europe, just to the south of Austria. And they continued for another three years. So they first brought Condor out in 2005, Condor first version 2001. And that was uh, massively successful right from the beginning, uh, very, very popular. And uh, they carried on, that continued on for a few more years. Um, Gregor sort of went into other things. He, uh, He kind of lost his focus on Condor and he went off to do other things in about 2008, 2009. And that's the point at which I came in and started helping Urosh with models of planes and uh, tow planes. My history is that I started gliding back in the 70s um, in the UK, and uh, I did quite a few things. I've been very busy with my career at the same time, and it's been quite a conflict between getting real-time flying and uh, family and all those other things so I've had several large gaps but I did quite a lot of um, quite a lot of gliding and uh, ended up as an instructor Um, but uh, I then gave up in the 90s pretty much retired from gliding because the amount of time taken is, is, is massive and I only really got back into it when I saw Condor out in 2005 and uh, I did quite a few online competitions and things like that but then I got more involved in the development and so I don't actually fly any Condor competitions anymore I don't have time so from about 2010 onwards um, I was making planes for uh, the Russian we brought out the club class planes in a pack 
And uh, after that, we had a, a few years, a gap while Varosh was busy doing other things. But uh, in 2015, I managed to persuade him to get started on a new version of Condor 2 because computers had got much more powerful and there were a lot more new and interesting planes to do. And so we started at the beginning of 2015 to work on a new version, which became Condor 2. And uh, three years later, with help of a number of other people, basically helping us with some planes and the new landscape. And uh, then at the beginning of 2018, we uh, launched Condor 2. So that's coming up to two years ago now, uh, February. In February, it'll be two years. And since then, we've done nine updates, three updates for Condor and brought out virtual reality support and a whole load of new planes. We aim to try and bring out one new plane a month throughout the winter. But uh, in the summer, there are too many other things on calls on our time, and we don't do that in the summer so much. So that's pretty much where we are now. Well, I mean, the research on those planes, that must have been a lot of work for you because they're so detailed when I fly a Condor. I'm amazed. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, it is very hard because most of these planes uh, never actually even stood by one in real life. So we tend to work from manufacturers um, provided drawings and information, lots of photographs, uh, and then we have uh, we have a beta team who do the testing of all the planes and uh, and, the, and the program the Condor itself. And there's about there are about 20 people in that, and a lot of those are real live pilots and they've got access to the planes and so they can provide us with data but also they provide massively valuable feedback on how it flies and how well we've managed to uh, achieve the uh, the feeling of getting you in the cockpit and it flying exactly the same as a real life plane i'm mostly concerned with the look of the planes and the accuracy of the modeling uh, urosh is really uh, very concerned with getting the flight model right so that it is exactly the same performance and the same feeling it stalls the same all of these kinds of things it will spin with the correct characteristics whether whether it, the spin increases or whether there's pitch variations so we aim to get the uh, flight model exactly right well you guys are doing a great job thank you <laughs> we we think we're doing okay <laughs> there's always more yeah, to do of course there's always more improvements i can't talk to you about that but we are working on more improvement well i am looking forward to it i don't know how much better you can get it's it's pretty awesome the vr actually for me put it into another whole world i'd been on condor quite a bit I had gotten condor 2 about a year ago but when i put the vr on then that was yeah that really <laughs> <laughs> it was it was kind of crazy. It's a remarkable thing, isn't it? Um, even uh, though, even even so, there are some people who like it, and some people who don't like it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, if you uh, if you like that and you've got the hardware, it is amazing, absolutely amazing. And you, the 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 Condor, the virtual reality devotees within Condor, once they have got it, they don't ever want to go back to just the screens. <laughs> oh yeah. Obviously, I mean, I've done some condor flying, but what type of flying can you do if you can tell others that maybe haven't experienced it yet? Well, you can do all types of flying that you can do in gliding. Yeah, I mean, from 
uh, aerobatics. We have aerobatic gliders in there. They're in real life, they're not so many um, different uh, pure aerobatic gliders. But of course, in any of our our planes, you can do aerobatics. But we also have the specialised swift glider, which will do that. The guy that we um, developed this with, Moritz Kirschberg, um, he's a real life um, world championship uh, competition pilot in, in uh, glider aerobatics. He uses this for training. Um, and we were very pleased to see that he won his um, disciplines. That's the word. One, he won one of the disciplines only a few months after first um, using Condor for the practice. I don't think we can claim the uh, credit for that, but he, he certainly keep, carries on and he still uses it to this day. Then, of course, there's, there's regular soaring, thermal soaring, competition flying, uh, both online and offline. You can fly uh, offline type competitions where you have a task and you aim to beat other people's times. Or you can fly online with uh, up to 100 people on the same server. And uh, it's exactly like a real competition um, with the task setter setting particular conditions and, and where you were going to fly, where the turn points are. And then uh, that's for thermal soaring, but there's also wave soaring and ridge soaring which is obviously you have to have all of these to do a complete simulator for gliding. And then finally, um, I suppose it's probably not, a, not the least important, is use of Condor for training. Many, many clubs now and national associations are promoting Condor for use uh, in uh, training. In the UK, we call it ab initio, but right from the start, not sure what it's called in other countries. We've just this week heard that, uh, thanks to some work we were doing with the French Gliding Federation, the uh, Federation Française de Valapanneur, that they are putting simulators into all 160 gliding clubs in France. Um, and they are supporting that with funds and they are um, requiring that uh, they use Condor. And they have developed some specialized lessons that perfectly match the French curriculum for gliding. So we are very pleased wow. with that. But it's not only in France. I mean, previously, I mean, several, for several years now in the USA, the uh, USAF at uh, Colorado Springs, it's the, what is it, it's the cadet training people, I forget what it's exactly called. They have over 20 seats of Condor there used for training, uh, training their pilots. And that, that as a result, because they have over 3,000 cadets a year and as a result, their number of cadets they managed to get to fly solo has increased because of the availability of Condor when the weather's not suitable. Uh, and also the full-time availability because you can fly in Condor at the same time. They are, uh, their instructors are flying students outside. So we are very pleased with the training side because that's going to affect the real-life safety of um, pilots. The better trained you are, the safer pilot you will be. Absolutely. Now, if I wanted to get, I mean, I have Condor set up, but if someone wanted to get set up with Condor, what would they need to get set up in their home? The minimum kind of setup is a Windows PC, something relatively recent. Ideally, you want something which will be running Windows 10 because it's the best version so far. And it's a, it's a very good performing operating system. You'll need uh, some 3D graphics chips inside there uh, on our website under the support menu options it tells you in there 
exactly what the requirements are for your PC. I can't list exactly all of the things right now because there are so many different graphics cards available and chips, but it tells you there what sort of performance you will need in order to run Condor successfully. Uh, we keep these, um, these recommendations up to date when we release new versions. So far, since the beginning of version two, we haven't had to increase the requirements, but they may increase in the future, of course, as technology improves. You can fly Condor from a mouse and a joystick, uh, sorry, a mouse or a keyboard, but it's not really recommended. You should, you should, the minimum you should have is a joystick with your computer and obviously a monitor. You can run it on a laptop if, if need be. Many, many people run Condor on laptops. So that's the minimum system. But I, for a step up on that, many people like to use rudder pedals. Personally, I don't because I don't have room in my office for it. But um, rudder pedals, joystick, computer, that's a really nice starting system. And then, of course, as you've already mentioned, if you can get a VR headset, then that really makes it very, very special and immersive. Yeah, I have the pedals and the stick because when I was learning to fly i wanted to you know i wanted to have everything to feel as real as it could be and it's it's helped me out a lot uh, my flying of course in the winter time since, since we're not really doing any flying here in the mid-atlantic or very little in the winter time in the springtime my instructor had actually told me a few times did you do any flying this winter and i said no just on condor and he said wow i can tell so it does make a huge difference yeah i mean one of, I, I mean i told you about uh, brakes. I stopped flying, I think, in about 1992. And then i not flown at all of any kind until 2006, I think. So that was, a, what, a 14-year gap. Uh, but from 2005, I've been flying Condor. So uh, I, in 2006, I went and had a, a, a very short uh, amount of flying at my local club. And... Uh, it was just easy, very, very easy. Um, in the first uh, check ride I had, we uh, soared up to 5,000 feet, and <laughs> there was no issue. It was easy to center thermals and all of these things which you would normally get rusty on because I've been using Condor, and the thermal simulation is so accurate. I could, it was just kind of natural to recenter and feel where the lift was. You, you know, I didn't even miss the fact that in Condor, yeah, there wasn't all the bumps and stuff feeling through the seat of your pants. You could just uh, do it as if it had been no time away. Absolutely. That's great. Now, wh what kind of feedback have you received from customers already using Condor? <laughs> we, we, regularly, we receive lots of feedback. Most of it's positive. We do have uh, some people who uh, would like to have their own particular glider in Condor. Lots and lots of people ask for these things. Um, and, but we have a limited resource for making new planes and we try, we, although we try to satisfy everybody, there are some rare planes which we are probably never going to get to. Having said that, if users have the skills to uh, make 3D models, we, we accept models from anybody as provided they're accurately made. If you put the effort in to make the model, we'll put the effort in to get it into Condor. Um, currently, I have how many? One, two, three, four, five, five guys making planes behind me, 
um, and helping with planes for Condor. Some are very fast and are making a lot of planes. You will see from the list on the website, the names are there. You can see who makes lots of planes. Uh, but that, and others so maybe take one or two years to craft a, a model for us and then that will come in. And usually with people who do that, we then join them into the beta team. So that because they have so much experience of making models and planes, that's very useful to us for the testing so they can then accurately assess other people's models because they know what the difficult parts are. This is what, in general terms, for people who just uh, fly Condor, we get very, very positive feedback. But glider pilots are a somewhat reticent bunch some of the time, so it's not everybody who has Condor sends us a message. But the messages we do get are very, very pleasing and they help to motivate us to keep going in our spare time. One of the things I like about Condor, and I guess maybe another question, I'm able to fly at my local club and get in the glider that I'm used to flying in and just go fly, like I'm not only virtually flying, but fly at my club. And that, I find, is another amazing tool. You really are able to do your approaches and your takeoffs and, and right there at your club. How many parts of the world does condor currently have i know there's probably people adding maps but how does that work well uh, we condor we only provide one area which is slovenia but we provide the tools there's a very comprehensive toolkit and uh, instruction guide on how to make your own um, local area maps and many many people just make a few miles around their home airport perhaps just for training but there are other guys who are very very keen on very large maps and there's a team of eight french guys who are currently partway through making all of france cut up into a number of scenes this is the same team who made the whole of the alps called arc alpine 2 but there are creators of landscapes all over the the world i mean i know there's some uh, south america there's australia uh, lots of areas in Europe, of course, and lots of parts of the, the USA. These guys who make these uh, landscapes, they distribute them all through uh, another user's website called Condor Club. I think it's www.condor-club.eu. And on there, you can uh, navigate down through the, the, the menus and see the, all the landscapes that there are. There's, they have a page where there's a a map of the whole world and showing you where which areas are covered and i don't know how many there are now but it's a, a great many those are, are free landscapes they're not chargeable at all people people do their work and then they donate them to the community for nothing yeah i have to download some new ones i i kind of get stuck in my area because it just helps me with with flying in my area but yeah, there's some very cool places. That I have, I've checked out a couple of them, but I need to get on that and download that. So if someone doesn't have Condor and they want to get it today because, you know, they've heard about this, they're excited, what would they do? They go to our website. Firstly, what we recommend is they go to the, the menu option, the top on support, and then system requirements. Look in there, see if you have the hardware to support this. If you've got a computer where you for example, play Call of Duty or some of the some other 3D type uh, first-person video games, you'll almost certainly have a powerful enough computer for Condor. But check the system requirements in there. If you have the system requirements, then there's a buy menu on the website there. You can go down there. You can uh, click on buy Condor or 
you can ride just Condor, which comes with a landscape and seven planes gliders to get you started. And then they also you can buy additional gliders of a number of types. I think we have over 20 gliders now available for Condor. But you can start with just the just Condor itself, and that buy then will take you to a payment site, for, which handles all of our uh, transactions for us. We don't uh, sell anything from our own site, um, and then they will take your payment by PayPal, credit card, or bank transfers even in Europe, and it gives you a download link, and then you will then download Condor and install it, and away you go. And the cost for Condor is minimal. All that yes, you guys it, have done. It is. It, it. We think it's not a not a great deal. Um, in Europe, it's fifty euros plus any taxes that you um, you have in Europe is VAT, which is runs around twenty percent. But uh, if you are a, a business a club, for example, you might be registered as a business, um, and you may have a, your own VAT registration number. If you put that in, you don't even have to pay VAT. Uh, for other countries, the, the various local taxes get applied automatically, so that um, all legal requirements are fulfilled <laughs> financially, and uh, that that's uh, it's it's a quite a straightforward thing. And it will definitely pay for itself for sure. Well, I'm I'm an example of that. Well, sure. I mean, the the cost of this is uh, less than a couple of uh, toes. You can't I can't put it any plainer than that. You know. But the fact that you can fly every day in the winter and keep your skills up, um, or in, even in the summer, practice things. If you're going to be entering the competition, practice the tasks, practice getting your cross-country speed up and the techniques and how not, you know, don't get low and all of these types of things. Um, it's uh, absolutely invaluable for such a low price. Really. Absolutely. You know, that kind of takes me to another question I had I wanted to ask you is, for the guys that have been soaring for a while and maybe getting into Condor or thinking about getting into Condor, there is a lot of competition flying you can do with other pilots all over the world, which is absolutely amazing. Uh, yeah, yes, absolutely. These are worldwide people all over the world, and many of these are professional pilots anyway. I mean, just look at, the, for example, airline pilots. There's a lot of airline pilots in here. But additionally, there are also a lot of real-world competition pilots, including world champions who use Condor. Um, we don't get notified every time someone, one of them is spotted, and quite often the, these these people use uh, use aliases, so you don't realise who they are. But uh, yeah, I mean, you if, if you win a, if you can win a Condor competition day, then you are doing it right, because the the skill of the people in here is, is enormous, absolutely enormous. Um, I might also point out that if you uh, would like to discuss uh, soaring tech topics and how to fly and how to improve your speed and these, that's a, it's also a great, great way because when in competitions, people use a voice channel called TeamSpeak and there's very friendly discussion on there and people will help you. I don't know if it's the case anymore, but we used to run training sessions for for pilots to improve their cross-country speeds um, in English. This was a number of years ago. Um, maybe those things still exist, but I'm sure that uh, if you wanted some assistance, uh, go post in our forum, which is also available by the website, 
and people will step in and help with any particular difficulties you have, even when it comes to understanding aerodynamics, these things. There's a, there are many thousands of users in the forum, and uh, someone will always know the answer. Absolutely. So much to learn. Invaluable, really. I agree. Um, and we uh, we do moderate the forum, although we don't have any difficulties with that. Um, it's not like the rest of the internet where there's arguments and criticism and all these terrible flame wars going on. Despite the fact there's a lot of guys, it's very, very friendly. It's a really nice uh, community to be joined in. It is. And, you know, that's just an example of the aviation community. It truly is a big family. It's, it's, it's very, very cool. I, I agree, absolutely. Well, there's so many things that can be done with Condor and with local clubs. You know, I'm, I'm excited. I've been thinking about this for a while, but maybe getting something going in our club there at the Gliderport. So, like you said, people are sitting around. They're not able to fly. They could get on Condor. We have done some flying in the wintertime, each of us at our homes. So we get together online and we set up a task and we fly those. And that is a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Because quite often, I mean, especially in clubs, if you're sharing single seaters between people, quite often, I mean, especially if you're in a small club, you've only got one, maybe one or two single seaters. So if there's half a dozen of you, you can never go and fly together. Whereas in Condor, you can do this every, all the time. And uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a great thing to do. Um, compare your skills with, the, with your, with your uh, colleagues at the club. And if you don't have someone to fly with, a feature that Condor has is, I think it's called ghosting, and you can compete against yourself, you know, save your file, and then fly against yourself and try to beat that. Uh, exactly right, yeah. Uh, or <laughs> an even uh, better thing is, uh, if you look at these uh, the, the websites for these online com- Condor competitions, um, people post their... Uh, their flight tracks on the, on, on the website. Flight track is, a, is, is like a replay of the whole flight, which is what the ghost, as you described, is made from. Um, you can download someone else's flight track and the task and all of that, load that into your own condor, and then you can fly against this other person who may well have done very well in the competition or, or even won it, and see how well you uh, compare with them. You could just even just follow them round, and you'll, that that will be a, a great instruction as to thermal selection, which ones you accept, which ones you don't. Yeah, some great ideas. I mean, truly learning from the best, you know. <laughs> exactly so. Exactly so. Uh, it's it's the same like in, in lots of other sports. You if you compete against the best, that will that will improve you a lot quicker than competing against people who have the same ability as yourself. Despite the fact that you'll probably get beaten a lot to start with, you'll soon get yourself up to speed. It's okay to get beat by the best. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> well, well, absolutely. Uh, we remember when they were starting, they were getting beaten by the best anyway. Nobody stepped into a glide on the first, thing, uh, first competition and won straight away. At least as far as I know, they didn't. <laughs> Uh, exactly. What would this? What's the site they need to go to? Well, Condor. It's uh, condorsoaring.com. You can have www in front of that if you like. Doesn't matter. Condorsoaring.com is our our website. That's got all of the information and pictures and uh, some videos of uh, Condor and uh, links to all the other places I mentioned to the forum, 
to the uh, buying page and it, it'll, it pretty much describes everything about Condor. On the website also is the manual for Condor, so you can, uh, you can go and read that there and various other downloads of, uh, of the landscape toolkit for making your own landscapes. Um, and that's it. There's, we also have a credits page where we thank the various people that we uh, that helped us to bring Condor out and the uh, people who contributed work with help on the website and things like this, and uh, also all of the beta team. Well, I personally want to thank you and your crew for putting together Condor. It has helped me out greatly, and I know the guys that I fly with at the club, I know they're thankful for it. They have a lot of fun with it, and you can learn so much, and Thank you guys for doing all your hard work. Well, we thank you. We we, we absolutely love this love positive feedback on our on our efforts. It it makes a great difference to us because uh, we both have other things to do in our in our with our time. So we need it helps with the motivation to uh, pick it up instead of going out for walking or some other task. <laughs> um, but rest assured, we are completely committed at the moment and uh, we're doing lots more i've got uh, i think i have three months of planes in front of me ready to nearly ready to release not quite finished uh, i'm hoping to get one released in about a week's time and um, more in january february and march so that'll be good fun for us and uh, there's lots more to come from combo i can't wait i am excited <laughs> yes, we have this policy of uh, not not uh, telling anybody what we're going to bring out before we do it, because um, in the past we've done that, and all it does is result in, result in even more stress uh, with people asking when's it going to be ready, when's it going to be ready, and not <laughs> and then complaining when it when it's not ready. You say, well, it might be a few months, and then it's six or seven months, and then why are you so late? So we just quietly work away in the background and we bring things out when they're done and tested. And uh, we've been pretty successful so far. Partly it's because Eurus is extremely skillful at writing software, but also a big part of this is our beta test team who managed to weed out all the little mistakes and bugs that we uh, get introduced in any development. So, yeah. We're very happy with how it's going, and uh, we're carrying on for many years to come. Well, Chris, I'm going to put some show notes in there, have the link to the website so they can go on there, and if they haven't already, they can grab Condor, yeah. and they will not be disappointed. No. I thank you for your time. Mm-hmm. I thank you for the opportunity the to tell you all about it. We're very excited by Condor, even after all these years. And, uh, well, it's good to uh, get the word out to even more people. Any people you find who, who like Condor, tell them to tell everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks, Chris. My pleasure. Thank you very much, and have a nice day. Thank you, Chris, and thank you for jumping in the cockpit with us for another episode of Soaring the Sky. Since the last episode, we made it to the top of the list for trending aviation podcasts in Great Britain, and in Australia, we actually made it to the top 10 of the same list. Our community is growing, and that is very exciting. It's a great start for 2020. Thank you all for making it happen and letting others know about the podcast. Our Facebook group, 
That also continues to grow, and a lot of you continue to post some very interesting soaring content on Facebook. Thank you for that. Instagram is also growing, and for more information on how you can join the fun on social media and stay connected with us, Michelle has all that for you next. So have a great week. Hopefully you can get some flying in, and if not, jump on the simulator, of course, and get some flying in that way. On Facebook, it's Soaring the Sky Podcast. On Instagram, it's the same. If you would like to say hi, just drop Chuck a line at chuck at soaringthesky.com or you can send us a note on the website. That's soaringthesky.com. Also, if you're a pilot, we want to hear your story. Just send us an email and Chuck will get in touch with you. We hope you join us next week for another great guest and adventure on Soaring the Sky.